Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal. Hello and welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. How are you doing, Didi? I am doing awesome. You know why? I'm wearing the Tom Brady t-shirt. Why am I Brady wearing the Tom Brady t-shirt? Because Tom Brady got another hat and t-shirt game. Hat and t-shirt game means when you win the division. And this is his 19th division win. That That's more than some of our kids are alive and so on and so forth. So Tom Brady wins again. No surprise. surprise no surprise that he wins in a like a kick-ass fashion so it was actually sad or or like a frightening uh, week in uh, football right i don't know much yes uh, yes this was also something that happened a kid called damar hamlin had cardiac arrest people misconstrued heart attack and cardiac arrest and i'm Mm. not going to go into my medical professional skills but his heart stopped it's unclear from what cause and i don't want to go into people's privacy and stuff like that. But, but a lot of people then talked about the safety of the game, right? Uh, yes. It's a- yes. And Bill Belichick, whenever I really, really hate him, he shows up why he's actually a human being. And he was talking about a guy called Reggie Brown that had a similar incident happen to him 25 years ago. And that he was there and it impacted how he viewed the game and how it changed things he views about player safety. And this is an important thing to, to keep in mind that safety is there the also thing that it was very very impressive is that this time the players which usually kind of get off the field and say i'm done kind of not not it's the other way around usually come they usually want to keep on going keep on going (laughs) this time this time said no 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 guys we can't play and and i think it was too devastating for everyone like i'm not into the game at all but i i quickly saw that and yeah that that was scary yes and the the interesting thing from the player side is that the first thing he did when he kind of got off the kind of woke up and got off sedation is first question is did we win which shows you how these guys are wired he's a it's, player he's a player. <laughs> and, and, he's a but, player and from my perspective i think this is something that is very admirable the desire to compete and i think this is something i look for and people i like to talk to is i i like to, to see the people that will do anything to win. Well, let's get to security. I, I, I think we wanted to talk about an event that was in the news during, we're just back, it's the New Year's, and there was this. Let me let me reverse this to share our personal experience and from there expand on everybody else's crappy experience and from there. Flying. Flying. During the holidays. Flying this is what we're holidays. talking about. Okay, let's so talk Lita- about that. So Lital and I flew to ski and one of the things you need when you ski is your skis your skis and your boots and your coat and apparently lovely ski pants that you love oh yes yes the ski pants and apparently a swiss or swiss airlines or jfk jfk it doesn't we flew out of jfk to europe to europe and we don't know which of the two has decided that you know what? You can go skiing without all that stuff. It's not just us. Everyone that was on the plane going skiing, which was like... Half the plane? Ha- yeah, half of the plane was going to ski vacation in Europe. Got there and found that uh, the skis and boots 
stayed in the US. Nobody uploaded them. Uh, yep. It took too long to upload them. So they just say, let's not bring them on. <laughs> you yeah. go. You but your go. equipment doesn't go with you. And as we were feeling sorry for ourselves, we kind of took a look at the, the news. And apparently... There Southwest. was a shit show. A shit show with <laughs> Southwest. And apparently all the airlines had a lot of cancellations and a lot of problems. Yeah, there was a storm. There was like a blizzard in upstate New York. Yep. Uh, there was like severe cold front. There were issues, right? And yep. it's never a good thing when you have them during the holiday season. And we all know how hard it is. But it seems like the, it was bigger than usual it was bigger than usual but i think it's also the thing that really impacted a lot of the airlines in southwest the worst was the fact that i i call it the slow slow erosion of of safeties and precautions and buffers and software and same goes in software by the way one of the things that happens is that there's a lot of things that are put in place to make sure that when something bad happens you have buffers you have things that govern this and deal with a cataclysmic chain of chain of events. And I think COVID, what happened is because the airlines were under continuous financial duress, they said, you know what, let's cut the buffer here. Nothing bad happened. So let's cut a little bit more of the buffer. Nothing bad happened. Let's cut the buffer a little bit more. And then like they say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. And in the Northeast, we s- winter is coming. We may not get snow, we may not get ski, but we will get cold and we will get snow and we will get ice. And apparently that created the catacly- cataclysmic chain of events that caused all this, those flights to get canceled because the buffers were completely eroded and completely gone. And why is this relevant to people listening to a security-related podcast? Because I believe that what's happening right now with the financial duress on our space, is that people say, you know what? I don't need a 100-person security team. You know what? Let's not invest in the, some of the technologies that, that are out there. Let's, we have Splunk. We're good. We're, we're, we're going to survive. Let's, let's make the, the few guys that are working, the researcher like we just had a meet, let's, let's make them work a little bit harder and have a smaller team. And this is where things... Security is one of those things that un- until something bad happens, you're not really sure that you need it. It's like insurance. Y- you don't know that you need it. And sometimes you feel that it's not. I've heard some people say, you know what? Right now with the financial climate, security is not one of the big 10 items on our list. It's luxury. It's there is luxury. no ROI for it. Exactly. It doesn't pay the bill. And then when something bad will happen, and it will take them very long to remediate and will cause the business to shut down, then we will see this, these cataclysmic chain of events. So it makes me think a lot about the fragility of systems and yes. like anti-fragile, the book, which I love. And like, the, I'll, I'll, those, pause, I'll pause you yeah. and explain. There's a guy called Nassim Taleb. If you're listening to our podcast, and don't worry, I'm going to post it on, on the links in the commentary section. He wrote Black Swan and another book called Anti Anti Fragile. Anti Fragile. If you have not read those books, go read them. Audible. St- st- hit right. the pause button. Go go buy them and listen to them because you need to understand that a lot of the thing, the fallacies of how your math, how the ma- the math of calculating your mortgage and your investment and a lot of the other things, 
is very, very fragile and may just have that cataclysmic chain of events because of unprecedented incidents and unprecedented events. Now go back. And, and because of that, the, the way to deal with black swans, to the way to, and, and there are more and more black swans, right? They're not that rare anymore. The whole concept is that you build resilience into what you have. You build extra layers, you bring those practices, you, you build a system that is anti-fragile, that is not as fragile to those huge swings, huge changes that completely breaks you off. And I think with what we're seeing is that we're losing it. People are not considering resilience enough. People are not kind of like thinking about those unique events that will break and hell goes to lose. You know, it's, it, it's, a, it's and it's worrisome because this is what completely breaks companies like this can cause a bankruptcy of a company right like those events are bad yes it's hard to plan for black swans but there are ways to do it the gd and latal show will return in a moment the gd and latal show is sponsored by ort in today's world identities are the perimeter protecting the organization and are the most exploited vector by attackers if your security teams are struggling to maintain control of identity management tools, ORT can help. ORT offers a centralized platform for discovering, monitoring, assessing, and remediating identity threats to your business. While most security platforms can take weeks or months to start identifying and remediating risks, with ORT, your security teams can get started in as little as 30 minutes and start securing the identity perimeter immediately. ORT will surface the most critical vulnerabilities and give your security teams the recommended action steps. Start your trial today at ORT.io. That's O-O-R-T dot I-O. The DD and Latal Show is sponsored by Hunters. Hunters helps your security team overcome data volume and complexity while significantly reducing false positives. Upwork uses Hunters' SOC platform to remain threat-focused. Because of Hunters, Upwork has been able to stop going through the daily repetitive task of looking at alerts and doing lengthy manual investigations. Learn more at hunters.ai. So here's something that we talked recently with Amit, and, and this is something that is really interesting. A lot of companies are still using security practices in terms of, let's think of breaches, but they are not thinking so much about the denial of service and what will happen with this cataclysmic chain of events. For example, you have a contractor working for you and they decide to outsource their job. What the worst that can happen? Not much. And they get infected by some nice me- piece of malware that was targeted towards something else. And that spreads to your organization. But what happens if you are Peloton? What happens if you're another company that builds its entire business what happens if you are a huge shipping company and you mobile need, and uh, your whole computer system breaks and you cannot ship anything? Or if you're an airline that doesn't have a hub and th- starts thinking about next hops. Yeah, they need to have a good system. So part of the problem of Southwest is that unlike other airlines, 
they don't have hubs. So people are completely distributed and you need to have a strong software to kind of like tell you where the plane is going, where the pilots and you kind of like match it. And, and there's a lot of businesses right now that have this extra dependency on computers and they, th- and they keep thinking of the idea of the breach and data loss. They're not thinking of what will happen with the denial of service or what will happen if even some of my margins Some of the th- stuff, the buffers that I have in some of my computer systems will start going away. Will my extra computer be able to compensate this? And a lot of them are not thinking at all about these things. So what can they do? Because nobody has extra budgets and it, it's a problem. So first they need to think, are they doing some stuff that is no longer necessary? I'm not going to insult my company, my old company, Cisco, but hey, take a look. We were, I was interviewing a, a really, really good PM candidate and we were talking about security and the business. A lot of them have allocated money for firewalls and they need to ask themselves, how many people are in the office? Do they actually need all those firewalls? Do they actually need all the stuff that they have used to do? Maybe their threat landscape has changed because people are really, really good at... Re- there's an old saying in Israel that... Uh, In 73, the IDF was the best army in the world to fight the 67 war. And that's kind of what they got their asses It's kicked. It's true, always. We're, so, we're good to fight the previous war. Yeah, right we're, now, we're always learn from the past, not from the future. Exactly. Right? right now, everybody's investing in gear to deal with problems that protecting offices that are sitting there vacant. They're investing in deploying stuff on endpoint computers where... Half of their teams are actually contractors that they don't govern their machines. They need to reevaluate their threat landscape and make sure that their budget is actually allocated towards the right things. So you're saying there is a lot of spent that could go from protecting the past into reass- just reallocate your budget, reassess it, and don't cut on those areas that are protecting the future and taking care of yes. future resilience. Exactly, because the first thing that everybody does is they cancel future projects. This is the, yeah. f- this is the first yeah. thing everybody does. And you keep the things that, oh, it's been working for me. I have Splunk and Cisco for years. Let's just don't think about it. Let's keep it. Yes, and by the way, as I am still have a lot of Cisco stock, please, please, please buy Cisco firewalls. Maybe cut Palo Alto. Do whatever works for you. <laughs> Let's say that. I want to talk about another topic that we talked about this morning for breakfast. Yes. Um, we, we, the, there was more in the news, and by the time you listen to this podcast, it will be old news, but uh, the old LastPass breach, now we find out that actually the hackers did get, still seems to be encrypted, but the vault data. And that led, to, and, and I don't want to talk into LastPass breach, maybe you will plug it, but, but we talked about, is it time to move to Google Password Manager? So we do want, let's start by saying, we do want you to use a password manager, some sort of. We, we had an episode about passwords and we can go back and please listen to best practices around passwords. But like, Should we trust a bigger company with a password like Google versus paying, I don't know, the $9.99 or whatever needs to be paid for a premium account on LastPass 
one password or whatever of those give me your approach so my view is hey go google and go or go bust because right now if google goes under there's going to be a bigger problem for the world than just dealing with google so you want it to be that the breach will be a bigger company problem that's what you said yes yes so you want to trust the big one you think they're probably vulnerable it's not that nobody will hack google i mean well if somebody hacks google will they target their password manager or will they target i don't know everybody's emails well will they sure. will they target gcp will they target about a third of cloud infrastructure runs on gcp tons of healthcare data tons of other stuff So same, and by the way, uh, I'm not saying just use Google. I think Microsoft offers the same service. I think Apple does the same thing. I, I just don't like the Apple thing. But I think Apple offers the same service. Use the big ones. If somebody hacks them, you're in, a good, you're in good company. Also think of how much data, if, if it, it's a little bit like the herd immunity thing. Mm -hmm. If somebody goes after... Uh, a Google, they're going to get, I don't know, 300 million passwords, 300 million people's passwords, a billion people's passwords. What's the likelihood of them finding you versus research versus <laughs> last, know, last pass? It's the that, same thing. Versus last pass that basically has you, maybe Jonathan and maybe Amit and maybe three other guys. Well, it's searchable. <laughs> Once it's downloadable, it doesn't matter, right? The <laughs> easy to run the script and find me and find anyone else. It also, will be dumped to the internet. Yes. Also another, also, another thing is that a lot of the technologies that use to encrypt some of these things are password-based to encrypt the password. So what, what does it mean it, for people that don't want to listen to cryptography? Close your ears and say, no, 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 no. But the idea is that it takes the password and generates a key that's derived off of that. And that doesn't have a lot of entropy because most people don't, are not able to generate a lot of entropy. So thinking that password-based encryption will help protect data, th those days are gone since Xboxes can be chained together and guess. So for those that don't understand anything about what you just said, <laughs> are you saying that password manager of Google has better encryption than It, Those, it, it's oh, not, it's exactly the same it, as it's not based on, it's, it's not based on a, on a password to decrypt the, your vault. So does it mean it's better? Probably. I haven't that, that's an Amit question more than a me question, but I'm betting it is. We Did need to ask people that if anybody if any, this is where we need to, to encryption. To, not just encryption. So I'm sure that somebody did the due diligence last pass and And one password or one of one of the other ones were up for sale, and at least somebody did due diligence on them, so I think LastPass got bought no the company that one login or whatever okay. that they yep. all of them uh, owning all right, anything else we want to discuss today? Sure, so no, you know what <laughs> <laughs> We can tell people that we highly recommend skiing outside of the u s. It's a great experience to not go to Europe. Not skiing the Northeast. Not skiing. Uh, oh, we love uh, the podcast about uh, skiing in the Northeast, but uh, nowadays it's rainy in oh, the Northeast. Oh, yes. One thing that uh, is important. Skiing in the Northeast makes you resilient. One of the things I've learned after skiing 
in in Europe is that skiing in Europe is warm and that's not as cold as miserable. There's nothing like that. There is powder. Yes. You the, don't the, ski on ice. You don't ski on ice. It's ski, not ice skating. But then the, when you hit ice, now you... Now oh, we are the expert of ice. We are the Everybody in my group were scared of ice. I was okay with this. Exactly. So, so ski the east. Be rigid. Learn how to develop a stiff upper lip. Happy winter, everyone. Thank you for joining us at the Didi and Lital show. Please rate and review us wherever you're getting your podcast. We are weekly here. Thanks, Didi. Thanks, Lital. See you soon. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>